1: Afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Co op Podcast, episode two hundred and eight. I'm your host, Richard Bailey Jr. and today I'm joined by Mr. Gary A. Swaby. How's it going, Gary?
2: It's going good, man. In two weeks we'll be in LA, so I'm just, you know, doing a bit of exercising, getting my body right for E three and everything. But yeah, I'm doing good right now.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, get your exercising and, and eat right. Definitely before this trip, because uh, I don't. There's no guarantee that we will be eating healthy when we actually get to Los Angeles. So, yeah, <laughs> that's a good idea. Uh, we're also joined by Mr. Max Muller.
3: How's it going, Max? You know, Rich, it's going pretty good. I've been hearing a lot about E3, and I'm looking forward to experiencing it. Experiencing it myself in two weeks.
1: <clears throat> yes, it's going to be an awesome experience. No doubt about that. And we have a special guest today. We are joined by Mr. Andre Tipton, aka Otaku Man Five Thousand. I hope I got that correct.
0: Man, you got that correct, man. I appreciate you guys so much. Thanks for having me, man. I'm I'm doing pretty good. Just getting ready for everything that's going on. I'm ready. <laughs> yes, he's absolutely ready. <laughs> I'm back home for a minute. That's cool. All right. I'm glad. I'm glad you guys invited me back on, man. I, it's it's been a long time.
1: Oh yes, it has been. Uh, I don't remember. I don't really recall which episode you was on because it, it has been a long time. So yeah, that's been a while. Yes, glad to have you back for today's show. Um, so yeah, uh, we're going to uh, get into a couple of topics of news, well, news, different news story topics that happen this week. But before we do that, we're going to let you all know what we have been playing. So Andre, how about you go first? Let us know what you've been playing.
0: Uh, been playing Arms, uh, for the Switch. Um, I'm loving it. Um, uh, let's see, uh, Street Fighter, uh, Ultra Street Fighter 2 for uh, the Switch. Um, I actually, been playing, um, Uncharted 4, um, Horizon Zero Dawn, Breath of the Wild, a lot of little, a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of indie game, a lot of, a lot of stuff on Steam, Heroes of the Storm. Um, let me think. Uh. Just Monster Hunter, getting ready for Monster Hunter on Switch. I'm, I'm like excited about that. Um, I'm just playing all kinds of stuff, man. I'm just trying to trying to get back into it. Yeah, that's about it, really. That's cool.
1: Oh, oh yeah. I probably should have mentioned this. Uh, you know, for those that are wondering where Mister Lugo is at. Yes, he does not have internet still. Um, now he will certainly be back. I would think by next week. Um, Not really sure because the issue is, is Pretty severe but uh, He did publish his review of Injustice 2 Does have quite a bit of stuff That uh, he's working on as well So look out for that soon But yes as soon as he gets internet back uh, We do have a couple of shows lined up So you guys don't worry He will be back soon when possible Yes So uh,
3: Max how about you let us know what you've been playing Oh, yeah. I haven't been, just like last week, I haven't been playing a whole lot just due to like finals and stuff like that. Um, I finished, I ended up finishing the Surge, which was kind of a bitch, believe it or not. Like, Rich, you're going to have a fun time playing through that game. <laughs> um, I finally got to the final boss, which was, it wasn't as hard as I expected it to be. It was still definitely difficult, but it was probably the most reminiscent of a Dark Souls boss um, out of any boss in that entire game, which is interesting because. There's nowhere near the amount of bosses as there are in Dark Souls or anything like that, but these ones are just much more well crafted and they all like really kind of stand out where some of the Dark Souls bosses can kind of like blend together and you kind of use the same mechanics with them. Um, this one is, or, all of these bosses, they really have their own standout thing. I guess aside from the last boss, it's probably the most I don't want to say generic because the the actual enemy itself is pretty cool and it's pretty unique to the world of the Surge, but actually fighting it doesn't, isn't, actually fighting it not really have any standout moments compared to the other bosses in the game, which is, which kind of sucks, but it also made sure that I wasn't frustrated spending hours and hours and hours just trying to beat the game. It probably took me, I want to say 10 or 15 tries to do it, which was like, the least amount out of all the bosses aside from the first one, which is pretty funny, but it was interesting. It's really a cool game. I really love the atmosphere in it, even though the story doesn't really go anywhere. If you listen to like the audio logs and kind of pay attention to all the little details in the game, you still get a good sense of kind of what happened and what may happen in the future. And I really like that kind of stuff, even though I wish that the story kind of went somewhere because they set it up at the beginning to be something pretty interesting but they just kind of let it fall off as does happen with a lot of these types of games but it was cool I definitely recommend playing the game overall I think I was at 29 hours with completion which from what I hear is like literally on average I think average is around 30 hours of playthrough so that was pretty cool to see but um other than that I just did like normal Halo 5 and Overwatch matches just sprinkled in throughout the week but Hopefully, I'll get some more time to play some other games next week. It sounds good. Uh, I just wanted to say um very disappointed
1: to hear that the story doesn't go anywhere in Surge because I thought they were going somewhere with the audio logs and all this other stuff. So, uh, Max, you definitely have
3: given me some bad news today, so uh, <laughs> this is not good to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, still check out the audio logs though. The audio logs are hella interesting. It's just like the main story; just it might as well not exist. <laughs> mm. Ouch! Ouch! That hurts.
1: Damn. We'll check it out. <laughs> okay, uh, Gary. Oh, what have you been playing? I know Overwatch is one of the other games. So, what else have you been playing besides Overwatch?
2: Um. Oh. Just two games, Overwatch, of course, and as many of you know, the anniversary update came out, and it brought with it a bunch of awesome-looking skins. And I haven't been able to unlock one of them yet. It seems like it's um, it's getting like even more strict in terms of the the loot box unlocks and stuff. Because I haven't got a skin in a while now for some reason, and I know a lot of people have been complaining about that. And um, Blizzard even. Issued a statement on the, the forums, I believe, um, saying that they're looking into it or something like that, something generic like that. But yeah, um, really enjoying that, loving the, the new content. There wasn't any like PVE or anything like that, but, um, there are new maps for, for those who enjoy playing the 1v1 and the three versus three modes, which is, which is cool. But yeah, besides that, uh, I've been playing near automata. And I'm still, you know, loving that game I haven't got too much further with it, you know, um, since last week But, you know, I've I've been in the open world area Just doing side missions and stuff And just figuring out, like, the best equipment and abilities and stuff like that um, I really like how the game's written And um, some of the dialogue that comes out from, you know, 2E and 9S Sometimes it's very hilarious because... You know the fact that they're androids and stuff and um the game actually like whenever you have say you have a network failure like you're um because the game is always connected kind of like dark souls so that you can see other other players when they die and stuff but like say there's a network error error or something and like you're cut off from the server it writes it in a way where like you're you're an android so like you're having um faults or difficulties or something like that. So I, I thought that was a nice touch, the way they, you know, handle that stuff. But, um, yeah, that that's all I've been playing this week. Haven't really had too much time to game besides, you know, match of Overwatch here and there.
3: Gary, do you think that the anniversary event is a bit lacking in terms of content?
2: Uh, I mean see i i think it's because we just had the uprising event and Mm. with the uprising event we had we had an amazing pve mode so i think because that was lacking it feels like the anniversary is a a little lackluster i think yeah um some of the skins are great though like i really like the designs of the skins but yeah i mean besides the skins there's not really too much for the people like me and you who just play like quick play and comp Mm. and stuff um, cause I, I, tend to not really play many of the arcade modes besides, uh, mystery heroes. So the, the new maps they, they had and stuff, I haven't even played them yet. Cause I don't like, I'm not a fan of 1v1 and three versus three person.
3: Yeah. So, I'm the same. Yeah. Way. yeah. It's interesting. Um, it's cool that they did an event. Of course. I think I just like expected more because of the whole, like it's the one year anniversary, you know, but you're right. Uprising was like what last month. So we did just kind of get a really cool event. So I guess that's fair. That's a very fair reasoning.
2: I think what they should have did is saved the the PvE for for the anniversary, because then it would have felt like like a bigger deal, I think.
3: Yeah. I they could have that. even thrown Uprising for that. Like I think that would have worked, that Uprising event that could've just been like a flashback to like the origins of Overwatch or something like that, you know?
2: <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I know that um like the thing they usually say with that is that they want to take more time to develop these things and make them bigger and better each time. Yeah. Because um, a lot of people were saying that they wanted the PVE mode to be permanently in the game, but mm-hmm. I know um, Jeff Kaplan, the, the guy, you know, the, the major guy behind Overwatch, he was saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he was saying um, that they want, you know, they want to make a, a bigger scaled version of Uprising. You know, whenever they they do add pve again so yeah i guess that's why they they didn't do it but yeah even if they bought that pve back and like just brought out new skins or something for some of the characters i think that would have still been good
3: yeah Yeah. i agree with that
2: but yeah i mean i guess it does feel a bit empty for you know for the people like us but
3: yeah hey what are you gonna do
2: but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, uh, that's that's pretty much what I've been playing uh, this week.
1: Uh, I just want to say, uh, I'll be. I mean, I believe that they do have something coming for E three. I mean, I, I believe you said before that Terry Crews is supposed supposed to be at E three for something Overwatch related. Yeah. So maybe they're waiting. The thing that for confuses
2: that. me though, the thing that confuses me with that though is that Blizzard said they're not going to be at E three. So uh, I'm not sure. Like if that announcement is gonna be related to Overwatch or not, because Blizzard has said like numerous times now that they're they not gonna be at E3. So I don't I don't know what's gonna happen with that. Um because I know they do their own thing, the Blizzard con or whatever. So I don't know.
1: Uh okay. Uh well we'll see. Well yeah, you probably will still will still see Terry Crews there. So you know you can uh give him a handshake when you see him. You know.
2: Oh yeah, I'll definitely do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool and and he's and he's a pc gamer so uh, no him. no
1: no he, no hey wait hold on let me correct that he built a pc i ain't i ain't seen him play no games on that pc so you
3: know,
1: <laughs> we'll see about that yeah, he built that pc <laughs> we'll see we'll see <laughs> all right so, so uh you know very quickly in in overwatch related news uh, as for what I have been playing this week, I have not been playing Overwatch. So I, I really do think that it is it is fair to say that uh, maybe the magic is gone for me with Overwatch. Um, I did have more time to play. I, I just... I've been spending a lot more time in Injustice 2. Um, trying to look through the multiverse stuff. Uh, and, you know, I think the game is good. But... Um, definitely uh there is a lot more to to find in the game but you know i think uh after a while like i think i said on the last show it, it's a great game but you know at some point in time you just it, there's too many other things you want to play i know tekken will be out this upcoming week so yeah i don't really think i'll be spending too much more time with injustice too but with that said they did a hell of a job on the story um mr lugo did enjoy it as well i believe his review he gave it a 90 out of 100 so i mean the the story story in the game is fantastic um the uh other stuff they have as well playing online i did play a couple of matches online and didn't have any issues with that um and the multiverse stuff that you can also play does add a little bit more replay value to it uh but with that said again uh, you know, because all the characters aren't out, you know, they're doing this whole thing where they do release those DLC characters whenever they're done. Uh, so maybe there's a chance that I may jump back into it later on once some of the other characters have come out. But, yeah, this is a game where, you know, obviously there's too many other games that I still haven't played. I haven't played Horizon Zero Dawn yet. I have not finished uh, Neo. I mean, I have too many games I need to finish and I actually want to start playing, so I can only spend but so much time on Injustice 2. But uh, this week, yeah, I played Injustice 2 and didn't spend any time with Overwatch, Gary, so I must apologize that uh, perhaps I, I, I have not been completely uh, possessed by the uh, Overwatch uh, development team. Um, but uh, we'll see what happens in the future.
2: <laughs> um, I'm, still, I'm still going to get you hooked to the game someday
3: yeah Rich I will bet you one day within the next year you will start it and you'll be like shit I should have started this a long time ago
1: (laughs) you know what that's a good bet so I'm going to have to figure out what what I would need to give you if if that actually does happen
0: okay fair 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 like me I I still don't have Overwatch I still got to get it I still don't have it I just have too many games I have a a stack of sealed games right now that I haven't had a chance to even crack open
3: one day One day. (laughs)
0: Okay, so then I'll probably just open them all. That'll probably be about it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's all I have time (laughs) for.
1: Yeah, so, the, the, so the day that you get Overwatch, uh, Andre, and if you say, "Oh yeah, I'm hooked," well, then maybe I'll, I'll, uh, I may have to try it at that, at that same point in time.
0: I mean, I've played the free, the the free, the, the, the periods where they were free, and I'm, I'm loving the game. I'm like, I'm, I need to get it, but it's like all these other games just keep coming in front of me. I'm like, I can't play it, and, you know. So, yeah, I'm, I'm planning on getting it really soon though. I gotta get that and Injustice too. So,
1: yeah. Oh no, Injustice two. Justice Two is great, but I I I do have to say this: um, I will wait until it is cheaper, only because they have that whole, you know, they have that gold, the Ultimate Edition that has nine additional DLC characters that cost a hundred dollars now. Right. So I will wait till the Game of the Year Edition and get every character for the sixty dollars or whatever price it is that they decide uh, to make that. Gotcha. Um, but it's a good, great game. Definitely recommend it. <laughs>
0: I was I was playing it a little bit yesterday. My friends at GameStop put it in their in their kiosk up there, and I was playing it a little bit yesterday. I was like, "Yeah, I got to get this. This is awesome." I love the first one, so I love the first one. I'm I'm really I'm really intrigued by Tekken, though. I'm like, I keep seeing stuff, man. I'm like, man, I think Namco's about to reinvent the wheel. They could, yes. I I really think I really think they're about to re about to really do something with Tekken that nobody has ever done before. I I don't know. I just I just had this feeling
2: i didn't know um tekken had such a loyal dedicated fan base because i've been seeing a lot of people saying that um uh, the game is going to be way better than injustice
0: yeah tekken's got a pretty big fan base it's 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 the, you got well it for me is you got the tekken guys and then you got like me i'm the virtual i'm a virtual fighter guy so it's like i mean i love i love tekken but i mean it's like Virtual Fighters has got the depth. It's just like it's, it's, it's the gameplay depth in that game is just way deeper. But I've seen the, the stuff I've seen on Tekken Seven, man. I'm just like, yeah, they've 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 upped their game a little bit. So this might be a little interesting. I'm wait, okay, I can't wait. This is a good year for fighting games. That's all I gotta say. It's a good year for fighting games.
3: Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely a good year for fighting games. Yeah, you guys are all into these fighting games. I need to jump into that and like see what's up. Like, i played Soul Calibur 4 back when that was new, and I played that for a bit and it was fun, and then I think I've played the new Killer Instinct like when the Xbox was new, and that's about it. (laughs) But fighting games, man, like, all these people love them. I need to get in on that a little bit. Maybe I should get Tekken or something. The new Tekken.
1: Alright, so I'll make a deal with you, Max. If you decide to to get Tekken, then I will actually give Overwatch a, a chance. How about that? Okay, that's a fair deal. That's a fair deal. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll yeah. see if we actually <laughs> st- stick to that to that uh, agreement. Yeah, yeah we, we will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, that pretty much is what we have been playing for this week. Um, so we're going to go ahead and jump right into some of the topics. As you all know, E3 is in about two weeks. So there isn't too much news out there, but there is a couple of news stories that did happen this week. So, uh, Friday, uh, we actually got a, a reveal trailer for Far Cry 5. I know that Ubisoft had uh, sent out teaser images of uh, the Montana location uh, earlier last week. But uh, on Friday, we actually got our first reveal trailer along with a lot of details about the game. Uh, so, we do know, based on the trailer, that uh, it does take place in uh, Montana uh, you have to take down a religious cult, um, and outside of that, you know we, we we do know that it will, of course, as most Far, Far Cry games do have, it will have some of the same things, but there will be some new things. There will be a, a co-op campaign, and they have three different characters they introduced in the actual trailer and in separate trailers as well. Um, there will be some custom customization options with the character. Uh, I believe you could be male or female. Uh, and they, I guess you can choose the uh, ethnicity of the character. And um, there's going to also have, uh, I believe, aerial dogfights as well. Some of that stuff. But uh, again, we don't really know too much information. Uh, because, you know, I do know we are going to see it at E3. Because Ubisoft has confirmed it's going to be at E3. But I wanted to get you guys' reactions on the trailer. Because I know uh, a lot of people that there's some controversy behind the game, Um, but I just want to get you guys' thoughts on the trailer. Are you excited for Far Cry 5, or do you think, uh, well, I need to see more before I can get excited about this game?
3: Um, I'm not, like, super, super hyped yet, just because we haven't seen a whole lot. Uh, I'm getting kind of Outlast 2 vibes with the uh, religious cult and everything like that, which is interesting, and... um, I haven't played a Far Cry since like the third game, which I really, really enjoyed. But I don't, I don't know. I think I want to see more on the game before I uh, make any decisions on it. I really like the idea of the full co-op campaign, though. I think that's really, really cool because I know the previous games always had like co-op missions, but they didn't have like the full co-op campaign. And then as for the controversy. I don't know. I'm like, I'm kind of with Tony on this one. I saw Tony was tweeting about the fact that everyone's just trying to make issues where there really aren't and they're ignoring, like talking about the game. <laughs> and I'm kind of with that. Like, I just want to hear about the game. Like I think that there have been way more controversial things that have happened in games than anything Far Cry 5 is trying to tackle. Um, maybe just cause it's like in America, maybe that's why like this stuff is kind of happening and because we're in a really weird, like extreme political state right now. So maybe people are just trying to make issues where there aren't. Um, I'm not 100% in on that whole side of things. I kind of ignored it when it happened, but that's just like kind of my general thoughts on the thing. What is the, the
2: controversy anyway? Because I don't understand it. What is the controversy?
3: Um, or Rich, you probably know more than I do on this, actually. Okay, so I know that
1: there are a lot of people, they looked at the fact that, uh, you know, that religion is talked about within the game, and basically they're trying to say that, well, you know, the state of the country now is pretty much, it's very volatile. It feels as though that uh, a lot of things are, you know, religion is steadily declining here in America. And they're saying that this is an event that can actually happen where there are people that start their own religious cult. Because it's not really a just a typical religious cult. This is their own cult that they're starting. But they're killing people and all this other type of stuff because they don't convert to their beliefs um so i don't really know i mean a lot of people have tried to say well it's tied to the government and all this other stuff but i, I don't really see that uh quite yet um but i yeah, do know I that think you... people are oh,
2: okay. i was gonna say people are reading way too much into it all right
1: but but I will, I will i will say this though uh the director of the game dan hay like you guys said, you know, you, you made you mentioned that, you know, Tony had said to stay away from the controversy, but even Ubisoft is, is is using this to their advantage because the director himself, Dan Hay, has said this is based on the current events and it's pretty much based on a situation of something that could possibly happen because everything just feels like it's a little out of control at the moment. So yeah.
3: Yeah, they did say that they did heavy research into these types of people, and that they actually exist and are out there. So that probably helped fuel some of the controversy. Yeah,
2: I mean, like
0: it's just just based on a lot of realism, like the stuff that's going on. I mean, you know, when I looked at it, I was like, man, this is like some Jim Jones type stuff right here. I'm like, okay, um, I can see them take. I can see the. the, I can see the game probably taking it to the extreme. Um, I I understand the controversy, but. I don't know. I don't. I don't think they should read too much into it. You know, I don't. It's, it. You have to see the as the game unfolds, probably. But they'll probably have more images later on that'll probably probably stir up the fire even more. But um, I don't know. It, it's like I said. It looks good. It looks good. I mean, I'm a I'm a fa- I'm a fan of Far Cry. So you know, we'll see.
3: Yeah. Do you guys think they're gonna like really follow through on this, or do you think that kind of like most? Well, I shouldn't say most Ubisoft games, but um, do you think that the story will just kind of? not have a huge impact? Do you think it'll just kind of take, like, a side and the game will just be, like, ridiculous and over-the-top in terms of gameplay, like most of them are?
2: Yeah, like, I I don't think it will be that deep, personally, because, like, from experience, Far Cry games, like, the story isn't always that immersive. Like, it's the gameplay (laughs) that's, like, the, the main focus of the game, to be honest. And, like... I, like my, my stance on it is some of the best fiction is based on reality like based on you know real life events that are occurring or have occurred or you know possibly might occur so it just you know it, it, like this stuff like you got to look at the positives like it can make the storytelling even stronger for this game the fact that you know it's something that's possible I I just—I think people are reading way too much into it.
0: Yeah, I hope the story gets. Hope the story continues the momentum. Like I remember, I think it was Far Cry Three. The the story got you into the game, but as the game went on, the story kind of like fell apart, and you're like, "What?" And I'm like, "Yeah, okay." I mean, I got—I I I got through it, but I was like, "Man," I was let down at the end. I was like, "Man," this story kind of like fell off a cliff. What happened? (laughs) It was just weird, but it was a good game though. It's still a good game though. I just hope they keep that story momentum momentum up to the end because it just yeah ubisoft has a track record of sometimes the story falling off a little bit and you're like what
2: yeah because yeah. I, I think that's what puts me off of most of the far cry games because like i kind of drop off like you know a quarter of the, of the way through and i think it's because the storytelling usually isn't gripping enough so, uh, i'm sorry to cut you off max Go oh ahead. no
3: gary you're good um Oh shit, what was I gonna say? Um it was related to Oh, and it's like, um I think I like the fact that they like go really deep into research. Like what you're saying, Gary, earlier about how based on realism is like great storytelling. I agree with that. Like I think that's interesting to explore this kind of stuff because I'm not going to be able to otherwise I'm not going to go to Montana and like search for these religious cults. You know what I mean? Like I could do research on the internet and read about it, of course, but this is just like a way to, for me to like really experience it. You know what I mean? And like one of the best ways possible without actually going and doing it, you know, assuming that they stick to that sort of realism, but knowing far cry, they're probably going to go really ridiculous. Like I know rich was saying they're going to have dog fights and stuff, which is pretty funny, but, um, I will say that in the trailer, like the characters seem kind of interesting, like the ones who are like, uh, I remember there's this one girl, this bartender, she was like, oh, yeah, this bar has been in my family for years. And like, we loved it. And then they came and they killed all my family. And then she like shows all of her guns and everything like that. I think that's kind of cool. They're like showing like these different sides that are going to be in the game and your different allies and the different enemies and stuff. Like I think it makes for an interesting like topic and an interesting story, you know? Oh
1: yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Uh,
3: now let, let, let me just say one thing, and, and Gary
1: will agree with this. Well, Gary, actually, you already know what I'm gonna say. I'm totally fine yes, with the ca- I'm totally fine with the uh, the additional characters, you know, the allies. I just have to ask Ubisoft for one favor, and that is, do not kill off the black guy that they show that is an ally, <laughs> because uh, this is something that Gary said as soon as he saw the video, oh, they're gonna kill the black character. So I hope they don't do that. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I see that coming. But oh. um,
0: I didn't. I didn't say anything either. But I was thinking the exact same. <laughs> I was. I was like, "Yep, he's gonna die." And I just let it. I let it go. I was like, "Yep, he's gonna die." And it's just,
2: yeah. I'm glad somebody else <laughs> yeah, said um, it. The the fact that um that this game is in Montana as well, I find that intriguing because like that seems like uh it's a state, right? I don't yeah. want to be wrong or anything. Yeah, so I, that, that's a state that um that we don't usually hear about. So, that's got me interested as well. Like, you know, I don't know how accurate it's going to be, you know, in in terms of the game design, but that's like a, a state that we never really hear about. So, I find that interesting as well.
1: Yeah, uh, and, and, and the irony of it being a Hope County, um. When really, you know, it's all types of ridiculous stuff going on in the, in that particular area. So um the story could be interesting. I, I think uh the main thing that a lot of Far Cry fans are they're hoping for a different experience, you know, because I now I did play Far Cry three. Um I, I have to agree with you guys, the story did go off the deep end. The the, the villain they had for that game was fantastic. That's a very strong villain. So I did play Far Cry four. And there's a lot of things that are very similar about Far Cry Four and Three, and that my concern with this game is that you know I don't want it to be the same copy paste uh, type of stuff. To because they, they they turn these games out so quick. Um, it's not like before when they took years to develop these some of these games. Because I know Far Cry Two, I believe that it took about four years in between that and Far Cry Three. But this time it's a little bit less than that. So. I'm hoping that, uh, there is some things that are new to the actual gameplay experience and it's not the same. Cause I think that's the one thing that fans, they will be, they will have a lot of complaints about if it is the same. Um, and it doesn't really have anything new that it brings to the table. So we'll see about that. But, uh, any other thoughts you wanted to say about Far Cry before we move on to the next topic? I'm good.
0: Yeah, I'm good.
2: Yeah, I'm good. I'm just waiting to see more about the game, to be honest. But yeah, I'm good.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I, like I said, I know it is going to be at E3, so, you know, we will find out more information about that, including Assassin's Creed, which I think uh, I'm looking forward to more than this particular game. Um, but yeah, we'll definitely share more details as we get them. <laughs> okay, so next topic. This topic probably won't go long. We do know that the Xbox Game Pass is out right now for gold subscribers. Supposed to launch on June 1st for uh, everyone else. Um, But uh, yeah, I believe that there are about 100 games that I did see. I did have a look at that because you know it's a 14-day trial that you get when you sign up for it. But um, I don't know if uh, you guys had any initial thoughts on the service so far. I do have a couple things that that I will say about it, but. Uh, Max, I know you uh, maybe took a look at it. So, what do you think of the uh, Xbox Game
3: Pass? Uh, I think it's I think it's a really cool idea, and it's definitely great value for the money. Um, I'm not too affected by it just because I have hella games in my backlog to play. You know what I mean? And um, I think a lot of the games in the Game Pass I own already, but it'll be cool to see what kind of games they cycle in and out. But um, I guess my one complaint per se, is uh, Mark actually brought this up to me uh, the other day. Um, A lot of the games in the Game Pass are games that you just have with Rare Replay. Like, if you had bought Rare Replay, you own, like, I think it it was a significant chunk of the Game Pass, which, like, doesn't bum me out, because you're still getting, like, 80 other games or so for $10. So it's definitely still worth it. But I just thought that was a little bit of a cop-out. But it's definitely, like, that's just me kind of, finding something to complain about. I think it's definitely a great service, and I can't really see this going wrong in any way, shape, or form. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, so, I, yeah, I,
1: I also agree that it is it is a great service. I, I don't particularly think it's a service for me because, you know, I already have a ton of games on Xbox. You know, we also get games on games with gold free every single month. So I, I don't think it's necessarily for me, but I do think for those that want to sample, uh, that's a great option to have. Now I do know Phil Spencer has said in the past he wants to this to be seen as sort of a Netflix for games. I think if they're going to do that though, they have to offer something uh, unique or new or different to the actual platform. Like like Netflix has a lot of shows that they have on there, like House of Cards, etc. Um, So I think they would need to have Something specific on Xbox Game Pass if they're going to go in that Direction whether it's uh, episodic Or not Um, But for now I I mean I think it's a great service but I just I don't have a need for it at the moment But uh, well well, What do you guys think about it?
2: Yeah like I I don't think you can really Compare it to Netflix Like, Like you said you know, Netflix is a service that has a lot of original content that you can only get on Netflix. So until this service has that, like, it's not really right to compare it to next Netflix and say that it's the Netflix of games just yet. But I will say this is just the beginning stages of the service. So, you know, they, they could in the future, we don't know what they're going to do. They could offer a lot of original stuff to people who have Game Pass. So we just got to wait and see what they do and um, I think I feel like until they manage to get people like you guys who who are xbox owners and have played a lot of games already to subscribe to the service uh, I don't think it will be successful until they find a way to do that you
3: know yeah. do you think pay or sorry
0: Andre go ahead I mean it'd be a the one thing they could do I mean they could offer a you know because the 360 library is like extremely diverse like there's tons of different games they might have to diver- diversify the lineup of games that you can get with game pass to get a lot of people into it um because a lot of the, like you said a lot of the games you know if you're X- if you're an xbox owner you probably have most of these games or you probably beat most of these games or whatever if they could offer you know maybe something with the, like indie dev- indie devs or something just like We'll put some indie games up there just you know for something that people haven't tried or you know that'll be something that'll get people interested so they i mean microsoft's really got a they're in a really fragile state right now i don't know in my mind they are it's kind of like they really gotta they really gotta vary things up a little bit they can't offer the same old stuff over and over again because people are just gonna stop they're gonna lose interest And in the game you know game game passes i mean it's a it's an excellent idea and sorry, sorry, Sony fans, but it's, it's, I think it's way better than PlayStation now as far as the value. Um, but I mean, it's, it's as long as they keep the diversity there and to keep the games varied enough to where people can find something new and fresh to play, I think it'll, I think it'll be fine.
3: I'm just, um, I agree with you there. I think I know they have some indie games on there, but I think if they made a really big indie push on there, someone like me especially would I would totally jump on that. That's a that's a great idea especially to start out with. But um what I was going to say is what do you guys think they could do for exclusive content? Cuz I can't see them unless it is a small indie game. I can't see them Microsoft like making a game and just only putting it on on a Game Pass, you know what I mean? Because That's like, because Netflix, their exclusive content is shows that they make. Microsoft already makes games, you know, they're just thrown on the Xbox for everyone. Um, I don't know if they would just, like, create a game just throw it on Game Pass, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, I don't know if that would work. I don't know if that would attract enough attention or enough people to do it.
1: Uh, That's a good question. Um, I'm not really sure what they can make. Yeah, I mean, it, again, I think you made a good point when you mentioned the indie devs. Um, okay, how about this? You know, they do have that game preview program where I guess you're able to try games out before. Um, yeah.
0: Maybe,
1: maybe they can include something like that because I know uh, they did that for uh, a couple of games. I don't know if it was a, a success, but uh, maybe that is an option.
0: Yeah, something just maybe with like the, some of the newer teams or something. I mean, maybe they can give them like a, you know, a ID at Xbox type of um, deal where, hey, you, if you want to make wanna make games for Xbox, hey, we'll, we'll put your game on Game Pass and, you know, just it's just it's just got they gotta do something different. They gotta look outside the box. I mean, the service the service sounds great, but it's got they just gotta think outside the box to keep keep the interest going. And that's a good idea. I, I mean, the indie indie or a preview of a, of a you know, a preview of a new game or you know, like a you know you know, like a early early demo of a game before the demo comes out or something like that. or You know, something like that. It's just something to get people interested because you gotta yeah like I said, Microsoft's gotta, they gotta really play this really careful because it could backfire if they don't do it right.
3: Yeah, yeah I guess kind of like EA Access how they gave um, people who have that what was it? An extra five days in Andromeda? That's something they yeah. could definitely do with Game Pass, but like more beneficial than just five days.
0: Yeah, that would be good. Something.
1: Yes. Well, I mean, I guess we'll we'll see. Uh, I guess the the other question to ask about this is. Uh, now do you guys think that sony will have a response to this at e3 in terms of maybe a price drop for playstation now or some type of uh incentive because i i think that they will have something um
2: yeah i I really i really think they should like they uh they definitely have to respond to this because like xbox has backwards compatibility now and now they have game pass so um Sony has to do something in terms of making PS Now more affordable and more feasible for people um, and like I said they should tie it in with PlayStation uh, Plus and you know maybe just make like an extra tier of it or something to where you get access to PS Now. But yeah I, I do think they have to do something. Yeah, I mean,
0: like I said, PlayStation Now is just, I mean, when you look at Game Pass versus PlayStation Now, I mean, it's just it's completely different. It's its I mean, I love this. Like I said, PlayStation Now is a good service. It's just, it's a, it's really pricey. It's for the, you know, I mean, it, you get a lot of stuff, but it's like, it's sometimes you look at it like, yeah, that's not enough. I mean, if you don't have a lot of the games, I mean, it's, it's worth it. But you know, even some of those games you can buy for like, you know, you can probably buy a physical copy of some of those games for like four or five bucks somewhere. But, you know, it's, it, I, mean, I said it's a good service, but I mean, Microsoft's. They, they, if Microsoft steps their game up. They could really, you know, really eat their lunch on that. But I hope they, hope they I hope they do have a response because the, the consumers deserve it. You deserve to get something, you know, you know, like I said, PlayStation Now is PlayStation Now is great. It's just, it's just too pricey for what it does to me. That's just, that's just me personally, though.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I know Gary has used the service and he he thinks very highly of it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe well,
0: they yeah, I don't, I mean, don't yeah. think I'm knocking it. I'm not knocking it. I'm just like, it's a little high for me. I like, was <laughs> looking at it like I, was, I wanted to get it. I was like, woo, that's locked. And I have a lot of those games. I was like, that's a lot of money. I was like, I don't know. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, in the interest of getting on Sony's good side for something, um, yeah, PlayStation now is amazing. Everyone should know that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll be sure to let them know that you said this. Uh. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, any other thoughts on uh, Game Pass before we move on to the next topic? I'm good. No, I'm good. Yeah, I think we're all good. Okay. I want to add this onto the list because I think uh, we somehow overlooked this, but I was reminded about it because it's something that I had said before. We also got some news this week that Red Dead Redemption 2 has been delayed to spring 2018. So um, I want to ask you guys if this news is surprising because it shouldn't be a surprise. But uh, what are your thoughts on this game getting delayed till next year?
0: (laughs) It's all good to me. It's I say take as much time as you need. Yeah, because if it's because if. I mean, it took it. I think think what Grand Theft Auto five got de- that got delayed like three times or something, or two or three times. And it came out phenomenal. So, hey, Rockstar, take your time. I got I got a whole stack of games to play anyway. Take your time.
3: Yes, I agree with that. A hundred percent. Max, you about to say something? Yeah, Rich, you definitely called it. You definitely, definitely called that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I agree. I think that it's like, yeah, just take take all the time you need to make it better like uh, we're not in any drought of games to play so like yeah it just gives us more time to catch up on our backlogs yeah you know as as
1: i had mentioned uh at the towards the start of this podcast yeah, i mean i still haven't played horizon uh persona 5 is another game that i i would love to play so yeah i oh, need okay. time to, to, to play that stuff though so yeah, some some stuff has to get delayed. You know, I, I I do suspect God of War is going to be the next game to get de- to get pushed to 2018, and I'm fi- fine with that too. But yeah, need the time. <laughs> so how about how about you, Gary? What yeah. do you think about this delay?
2: Yeah, I think it's warranted because you know um, Rockstar are almost like Nintendo when it comes to like QA and and stuff. Like their, their games are always super polished. There's never any like major issues And glitches and stuff with their games So yeah take all the time you need And I mean GTA 5 Is still selling a lot of money So it doesn't really matter when they drop You know uh, Red Dead because they're, they're good so Yeah just take all the time you need I just uh, Actually I, just I think call- this is this is. Uh, I'll go
0: ahead I was I just want to call it right now uh, I'm just going to say um, I, I keep I keep close ties with with uh, Rockstar and man, if you if you just follow the the stuff that they're hiring for, man, this game is about to. Ch- I, I mean, I'm calling it now. Red Dead Redemption Two is going to change everything. I just, it's man, it's. I'm just, I'm, I'm super excited. But it's gonna change everything I'm just I'm putting it out there now it's gonna change it's gonna change people are going to, people gonna look at look at it and go okay that's that's what needs to happen that that's that's what we need right there
2: yeah I can believe that
1: I fully believe that uh yeah, I definitely think it is going to change the game so to speak um yeah you know I you know i, I one thing I will say I know when we first saw the trailer for the the you know that they showed I mean you could tell in that trailer. This game is not coming out in 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 uh holiday 2017. This is just uh, there was no way. Uh, we didn't see any gameplay footage yet. All of that footage I thought was cinematic um, footage that they took. Now, with that said, uh, do you guys think that we will still see a trailer at E3? Maybe at Sony's conference.
0: Hmm. I hope so.
3: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw something. I don't think it's necessary, but it would be cool. So, I'm going to make
1: a a, a weird prediction now. Uh, My prediction is, if you don't see a trailer at E3 in any way, shape, or form, then maybe this game is not going to come out in the spring. I mean, it'll come out next year, but maybe it's going to get pushed out a little bit further. Um, I mean, I know Rockstar, typically, they like to do their own thing with these reveals, Um, but I just feel like if it's coming out next spring, that would indicate that that's going to be before next year's E3, so we would have to see it between now and then, whether it's the Video Game Awards show or they just reveal it and just drop the trailer at any time. Um, But that's just my opinion.
3: (laughs)
0: I don't know. They, they, they usually stay away from E3. They've been that way for a while. So I mean, like I said, probably the Game Awards or something like that. Something in the fall, or maybe just some announcement on their own. They might just come out. Hey, here's a new trailer, and we're gonna show it on Thursday or whatever, and then people will wait all week to see it, and it'll blow everybody's minds. But yeah, that I mean, if they did something E3, that'd, E3 that'd be really, that'd be really good. It, it would really be, a, you know, it wants to, it, it'd be good to keep the name you know, in the lexicon, so, I mean, you'll, you know, people will be talking about it from here, you know, it'll be a, a buzz throughout E3, so that'll be, it would be good for them to do that. I hope they do.
1: And, uh, one other thing, maybe if not, uh, E3, PlayStation experience, because they do have that deal with Sony. So, uh, that's another possibility. I
0: forgot about uh, that, yeah.
1: It's, it's possible. Uh, how about you, Gary? What do you think?
2: Yeah, uh, considering when it's dropping, I would put my bets on PlayStation Experience for you know another trailer or gameplay or something. Um, but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if if it happened at E three.
1: <laughs> we'll see.
2: But I do. I definitely feel like we will get something else though.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But you know, again, you know. It's totally fine to delay the game. We, we already know what Rockstar is capable of, the quality that they bring to their game, so the, the, the delay is fine. Now, we are going to be talking about that again later because we have to talk about a, a few other games, but uh, we'll get into that discussion in, in a little bit. <laughs> but uh, any other thoughts on the Red Dead Redemption 2 delay? I'm good.
0: Yeah, I'm good. Okay,
1: Gary, so perhaps you know a lot more information about this particular topic we're going to get into next. Sticking with uh, PlayStation, uh, we, we, we did find out this week that uh, the Uncharted movie that has been in development for quite a while, it's been talked about for a while. Well, now we have found out that uh, the uh, actor who is going to be playing Spider-Man in the upcoming Spider-Man Homecoming movie, Tom Holland, has now been casted as a younger Nathan Drake. Um, so I guess that what they are doing with this movie now is it's going to be a prequel as opposed to a, uh, you know, some of the stories we already know about with, you know, Drake as a much older man. So uh, I wanted to ask you guys what you thought about this particular uh, decision. I mean, and whether or not you think this is actually going to be a good movie, because you know, nine times out of ten, these video game movies they, they just are not, they just don't don't deliver. So, uh, I wanted to get you guys thoughts on this particular topic. Gary, you, you can go first.
2: Yeah, uh, this is very interesting because um, they've been trying to um, you know get this movie off the ground for for years now. Like I remember, um, it, it was a good. Few years ago, when we first started hearing about um, them making the Uncharted movie, so yeah, um, the fact that they like when I found out they casted um, Tom Holland, I was like, "Huh? Like that doesn't make sense." Because, but then then I saw <laughs> then I saw it was, it was um, a prequel, so I was like, "Okay, that makes sense." But then I'm thinking, like Naughty Dog themselves created a plot hole for Young Drake because like. We all know in Uncharted 3, you know, it starts off with him being young and meeting Sully and stuff. And then, you know, in Uncharted 4, we find out he has a brother, but the brother was never referenced in Uncharted 3. So, (laughs) like, I'm I'm really interested to see what they're going to do with this prequel and how they're going to approach that, you know. um, Is the brother going to be there? Is he not going to be there? You know. It's going to be interesting to see what uh, approach they, they take with it. And if it will tie into, you know, the games and stuff in terms of the stories they tell. Mm. But uh, what do you guys think?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 I, 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 when I heard it, I was like, I was kind of like you, Swift. I was like, um, okay. And I was like, okay, so, so it's got to be, he's, he's going he's gonna to be a young, young young Drake. And I was like, okay, that's cool. But I don't understand like I'm playing on Charter 4 right now and I've, I've said it before, you guys have heard me say it if <laughs> and I'm not trying to start anything but if Nathan Drake was black you would look at this whole franchise like man this is the craziest thing in the world because you, when you play in the game you're like there's no way this dude is this lucky, there's no way that this this, this in a story, this is just way too over the top, like you know it's just crazy um <laughs> Ugh, I don't know. It looks. I'm just waiting for the trailer. I have to wait for the trailer because it. I don't. It, you know. It depends on who's. Anybody knows who's directing it.
3: Uh, do they have one? Yep.
0: I don't know if they have a director or not, but it depends on who's directing it and and what you know what naughty what naughty dog lets them get away with. I mean, if it's anything, I mean, if they can if they can come up with any kind of quality like Uncharted two. Yeah, it don't matter who's it don't matter who's Drake is. It's gonna be dope. If they could come up, if they can get it to the, the the production level of of Uncharted two, yeah, it's 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 that's it's that's good. But I, you know, Hollywood, Hollywood is not. Then you know, I can't put too much stock in Hollywood, so to speak, because you know that's they kind of goes to the shell. Um, they kind of um, messed up messed up a lot of uh, franchise uh, uh, properties. So it's kind of I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. So,
1: I, I, I do have a very quick update on that. Uh, the director is a, is a guy by the name of Sean Levy. Yeah. And if you wonder what movies he's done, Wait well, he has done Night at the Museum. Those movies
3: are
0: wonderful. This is
1: going to be <laughs> amazing. Uh, oh,
0: man. Now, those are great movies for what they are. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I love the movies. They're great movies. Um... The effects will be on point. <laughs> that's all I got. That's, that's all I got. The, the effects will be great. That's, that's all I got.
3: I mean, yeah, it sounds to me like this is mostly going to be up to the screenwriters then. Um, I can definitely say that if there is a video game movie that will not suck, like Uncharted is way up there for games that have that potential, or game movies to have that potential, because like, you know, they're cinematic games in the first place, but... Um obviously we'll have to see we know almost nothing about it right now but man that's that's really really interesting i can't wait to see how this turns out now that's that's awesome that that's the director
0: <laughs> yes
3: <laughs> maybe maybe he, he would do the job maybe
0: i got to say it can't be more over the top than the games that's, <laughs> you, you if you if you get any any crazier than the games you you've lost them you passed the mark but it's, yeah, you know, like you, like you said, like you said, the, the games are cinematic. So I mean, it's you can't if you just follow the game formula, you should be good.
2: But do you guys think this is going to be better than the Assassin's Creed movie?
1: Oh come yes. on, Gary, is that a serious question? Okay, first and foremost, let me let me just make sure that I, you know, make sure that I, I'm very clear. I, I'm a fan. You know, I, I still give Ubisoft a, a chance to. Make a good game because I very much enjoyed Assassin's, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, but the movie, um, man, no, no, there's too many issues with that film. And Michael Fassbender is an excellent actor. He was excellent in Alien Covenant, but that movie also has some issues. You know, just ask Brian on the Throwdown, and he'll tell you all about how horrible that movie was. But uh, yeah, I, I just. Uh, Man, no, I don't think we can even compare that because Assassin's Creed, it, they they had some interesting things in the movie, but it never really, if you if you've ever played the games, uh, the first couple of games, the first game in particular, uh, you instantly would see well they have changed a ton of stuff with the story in this particular game, in this particular movie rather. Uh, so no, no, we can't make that comparison. Uh, but maybe it, maybe it could work. You know, maybe it can work. Uh, we have to see how Tom Holland does in the actual Spider-Man movie. I mean, I know he was in Civil War and he was great, but that was only for a little bit of time. I need to see how he is for, throughout the whole film um, and to see whether or not he'll be good for this particular role. But I guess we, we, we can give him a chance
3: until we see the trailer. Uh, then, then you'll know yeah. whether or not this is going to be horrible. <laughs> That's the thing. I can't, like, I could definitely see him as, like, young, innocent, nathan drake but i can't see him like i don't know the act his acting skills obviously but i can't see him like growing into the like confident like strong nathan drake like adult character you know he's too like childish right now you know what i mean but yeah i could be wrong i could be wrong but like, name- he works with spider-man because that's the kind of character spider-man's always kind of goofy and like somewhat innocent you know what i mean
1: yeah and and the thing is you're right. And the thing is, is that while this is going on, now I don't know when this movie is going to actually get shot, but they've already announced another Spider-Man. He's already in the, uh, the next Avengers movie, so uh, this this is a guy that's still going to be playing Spider-Man and still be that same character. Now you're asking him to take on this other role, so it's going to be very hard for people to be like, well, yeah, if the character's meant to be young like he is in Spider-Man, and now in this Nathan Drake thing, I mean, I don't know how that's going to work. Um, it's just going to be a very interesting uh, situation. But uh, I am hoping that the movie does well. I, I just know, though, these video game movies, uh, man, they, they need some help making them good. So I don't know whether or not this is going to be good, but I'll give them the benefit of the doubt until we see the trailer. If it, and if it looks like it's horrible in the trailer, then okay, thumbs down. But we'll see.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad they finally realized that they need to have a a teenage person playing Spider Man instead of having a 30 year old dude playing a teenager. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, that. I like Andrew Garfield, but come on. Come on <laughs> now. To, to be to fair, is a good say, actor, he does, but come he, does on.
2: Look, he does look mad young, though.
0: He looks, yeah, he does. I mean, I, I was glad about that, but I first time I was like, okay, he's a, he's a kid. Okay, that's good. He's supposed to be a kid. You know, Dude, dude's, dude's got to shave every day on the set because you know they want to so you don't want to show his facial hair on the, in the in the in the scene. Come on now.
2: Wait, he has facial uh-huh. hair.
0: No, I'm just saying like uh-huh. it's with Tobey Maguire and, and Andrew Garfield. It's like they're they're all like you know doing their 30s playing a teenager. I'm like, come on, man, get out of here with that. <laughs> i if, if they could yeah. just if they're gonna do the, the young Nathan Drake, go back to Uncharted Three. Notice how that worked and go from the and go from that go from that angle. If they go from that angle where he's meeting just meeting Sully for the first time, that would be great. That I think they if they could go from there and just take that little segment and and go forward with that, it would be it would be awesome. If they just take that they got take the like, that formula. That formula was great.
2: If they're doing Young Drake, that means some essential characters are going to be missing though. Yeah. well, we know Sully, game, right? right? You know. Yeah, Sully like, will be there, yeah. but like, what about Elena and Chloe? Like, you're not gonna have them because he didn't meet them till he was an adult. So
3: maybe they'll change that. Yeah, yeah. I can totally don't.
2: see them
1: changing that. Uh, Gary, you know they have to have the kid. The kid has to have a love interest, right? So yeah, you're gonna see little Chloe in this movie. You know, <laughs> and this is how you'll know it, that it's that it goes downhill when they start adding in all this other stuff that's not supposed to be in there.
3: Yeah, so, it's gonna be hella young. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's so it's basically, yeah, no. basically going to be like, um, you know, Gotham. That show is basically going to be like that. Where-
3: <laughs>
0: oh God, I hope not. I love Gotham, but man, they man, they just. Mm. I mean, yeah, they, yeah, they would. Yeah, they'd have to do like a little, like a little Chloe, or maybe it'll be somebody else or something. You know, it'd be like a flashback in the next movie or something. I don't know, because I'm, I'm pretty sure they're going to make a franchise out of it if it, at least if it makes any kind of money.
3: Oh, definitely. Um, Hell, even Assassin's Creed is being a franchise still, isn't it? Because I think it made money really? still. I'm pretty sure. I could oh, be yeah. wrong on that. Oh yeah, issue. I wouldn't doubt it.
1: it mm. See, it, it made it made a ton of money uh, overseas, uh, and that that was what convinced Ubisoft. Okay, yeah, we made an excellent movie now, so we're going to now make some more Assassin's Creed movies. That's what convinced them.
0: Ah uh, so. man, it's yeah. They need to. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. It's you know, from for a while there, you know you kept seeing all these games come out and the games were the story for the games were terrible, but sometimes the games are still good, but the story was just terrible. But now you're seeing all these movies. I'm like, Hollywood, get, get it together, man. Come on. do. So. I don't know. It's, it's like, it's like every, like everything, everybody does well for a little while and then they fall off. And then like the gaming industry does it. And then the movie industry does it. And there, there'll be a good, you know, a good run of movies for a while. And all of a sudden they'll fall off and then there'll be a good run of games for a while. And then they'll fall off. I'm like, guys, Get it together! It's you know, it's just come on. Yeah,
3: right Why now TV either? and games seem to be doing it all right now.
0: TV is killing it right now, but I'm optimistic. I don't know. It, it, it be, it, I think it'll be pretty good. It, it you know, as long as it's a good popcorn movie, I'm down.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. I think that as funny as it is with the uh, director. Um, I think that it has a decent chance of being good. Like, I, I, I agree with that. I have higher hopes for it than I do Assassin's Creed. Like, even though the Assassin's Creed trailers, they, like, they were weirdly... They weren't awful, I think, because they had a lot of fan service in them. But um, you could still kind of tell something was a bit off with those movies. So hopefully, yeah, once we see this trailer, it'll be a little bit different. I think a popcorn movie would be great because that's what the games are, too. The games are kind of popcorn games, you know? <clears throat>
0: Yeah. All I got to do like I said. is display just play Uncharted Two before you start writing, and <laughs> and there you go, there you go. Yeah, absolutely. And I have to
1: say this very quickly before we move on to the next topic. Uh, I, I will agree with you, Max, that uh, that the Assassin's Creed trailers look promising. But the minute that they decided to add that Kanye West song to that, that oh, trailer, that. that was it. That was it, son. I said, what the hell is this? Oh, that man. That was,
3: <laughs> that was it. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I, I forgot, forgot about, about, that. about that,
0: too. I forgot about that, too.
3: And, like, everyone was instantly making new ones with other songs, and it was way better. Yes.
1: Absolutely. 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 <laughs> But it's all, it's all good, though. It's, it's all good, because they, they made their money, so you, you will see another uh, Assassin's Creed movie in the future. So, we'll see. <laughs> so, uh, any other thoughts on this topic before we move on to the next topic? <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay so, so sticking with the theme of breaking hearts, uh, Max discovered a story today that broke my heart when I saw it. Uh, this was a story about Remedy uh, You know the makers of Alan Wake, Quantum Break um, And Max Payne So Pretty much they had an interview with Eurogamer recently and in this interview They stated that Quantum Break was actually supposed to be Alan Wake 2 The reason why it was not Alan Wake 2 is because Microsoft said We want a new IP We don't want uh, to have some of the same IPs uh, which is fine, Um, but they did say when they pitched them, they had this whole idea about using live action in a TV show. That was the part that Microsoft liked more than the whole thing about it being a sequel to Alan Wake. So, with that in mind, we didn't get Alan Wake Two. We got Quantum Break. It. I, I did review the game in the past. I did say the game is 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 still good to a degree, but I asked myself, where the hell is Alan Wake Two at? So now I know the answer to that. It's very, very, very heartbreaking to hear this news, but uh. Oh
0: man, that's terrible.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, and in that same interview, they did state that uh. They're working on two new games now that will be multi platform, but they were very clear this is not Alan Wake 2. Uh, We own the Alan Wake IP, so we're going to bring that back when we feel as though it is the right time and it's a good business decision. We don't want to do that right now. So I do respect that particular part of the statement because before I didn't know whether or not they owned the IP. I thought Microsoft owned that IP, so now I know Remedy owns that. So when they do decide to actually do it, it probably will be on all platforms except for the Switch, you know, because I don't know if it's going to be able to run on the Switch. Um, but I did want to ask you guys though what do you think about hearing this particular news Uh, do you think that the game would have sold well if this was an Alan Wake 2 instead of a Quantum Break or do you think that they uh, you know Microsoft made the right decision to want to do something different
3: with Quantum Break hmm I I think that it should have been Alan Wake 2 after hearing this news like I, I, I like the fact that um, Remedy still owns the IP. Um, I get why Microsoft was like, no, we want it to be like our own IP that we own a new one. But hell, Alan Wake 2 would have generated so much like... Um, what am I looking for? What's the word? Um, Buzz. Buzz, yeah. What the hell? <laughs> but, um, Alan Wake 2 would have been huge. Like That game has been... People have been waiting in that game for so, so long now, like since the last console generation and early last console generation, too, for that matter. But um, I think wasn't Quantum Break one of the first games to be Xbox Play Anywhere, too? if I'm not mistaken. So I think that would have been a great way to push that service. Even though it was coming to, like, PC and uh, Xbox, it wouldn't be, like, the Xbox exclusive. It would still push people to, like, be on the Xbox brand. Even though the Windows 10 store fucking sucks, people would have dealt with that for Alan Wake, too, I think. Assuming development went well, of course. Assuming everything went well. But, like, it's kind of a shame. I miss that game. I want to play a second one so badly, like most people do. Mm,
0: I don't know. I, I it's really it's it's really disappointing. Like just hearing that is just like oh man. Um, I mean, I, like I said, like I, like you said, Max. I I get why Microsoft wanted a new IP. Quantum Break was great. I had no problem with. It. I love the game. I like I like Quantum Break anyway. So I mean, anything they put out, I'm just I'm pretty much down. Um, it's a little. They need to work on Holloway too. Then. I mean, it isn't. Why wait? I mean, I know you want to wait till it's time, but I don't see a better time. At least start working on it. I mean, it's that's just. I mean, people people are ready to put money on that now, and this thing you ain't even announced it yet. Um, I don't know. It's it, it's it is, it's it's kind of sad. <laughs> it kinda, I mean, like I said, I mean, I love Quantum Break, but that man. I mean, because Alan Wake was just so groundbreaking. It was just such a, a, a pivotal game that a lot of people have still, a lot of people have just picked up now because it's, they, they're, it's on like a major deal. You can, you can buy it for basically nothing. And, um, because they lost the music rights or something. Um, now they, people are realizing this is a really good game. So, uh it's kind of, I mean, it is what it is. You know, it's business is business, but man, we need an Allen too. That's just terrible. <laughs> did,
2: yeah, like- it
0: broke my heart dude <laughs> it broke my heart i'm like what i
1: know i agree 100 uh gary you about to say something
2: yeah i i don't i fail to understand the logic of microsoft sometimes because they have a lot of um ips that they established back on the xbox 360 that they just choose to ignore now for some reason like um, I understand the politics behind them wanting to go with a new a new IP because they would own it. But at the same time, they should be thinking in terms of like um, the interest level of consumers. And there's a lot of consumers out there who want Alan Wake 2 and have been waiting for it. So I, I feel like that would have been way more beneficial to them than Quantum Break. So... Um, you know, even though they didn't own it, they should have went with that because, I mean, they could have, they could have did some kind of exclusivity deal anyway, even though, you know, it's Remedy's IP. So I don't understand their logic with that decision, to be honest. Um, but I think, uh, where they're at with it now is, is good for consumers because, um, I'm sure Remedy are going to, if they're not already planning Alan Wake 2, Or, you know, maybe they've even started working on it behind the scenes. I'm sure we're going to get it soon, like now, and it's going to be multi-platform. So, you know, that's going to benefit the majority of gamers in the long run. So I think we're at a good place right now.
3: That's interesting. Um, I think it'd be great to be on multiple platforms because, um, but according to the article, they said there's like almost nothing that they're doing with Alan Wake 2 right now, which sucks. Because they said every time they bring it to a publisher or something, it just doesn't feel right, and the publisher always wants to change shit up or something like that. I think it would be dope if Remedy went, like, independent with it, if they ever could, and so they can make all their own decisions on it. I think if they're able to do that, that would be the right time for Alan Wake, too. Um and they could really make the game they want because i think gary i think you're right i think they definitely have an idea for it because they say they keep bringing it to publishers and stuff and they have been doing that over the years but it just hasn't worked out but they have to have something like that they're working on with that game you know there's no way they're just like letting it sit
2: yeah, no uh, well that kind of that kind of sucks it like it would be good if they could just you know self-publish it themselves but I think when it comes to publishing, they would probably need like an entirely new team to handle like the publishing side of it. Which, you know, I don't know if they have the infrastructure for, but I definitely hope they manage to arrange something where they don't have to give up creative rights or anything to the
1: game. Now, now, I I, now I, I, I would like to ask a question that that may be controversial, but I figure well, we're already in the area of the question, so I might as well ask it anyway. What do you think if Sony made an offer? To assist with them publishing that game, do you think that people will get angry? The people who, you know, on Xbox or Microsoft, you know, what do you think would happen if that was to?
2: Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> without saying there'll be a lot, there'll be a lot of angry people, but uh, yeah. But I mean, with this whole new generation, a lot of people are spread out anyway. So a lot of people who had Xbox 360s now have PS4s anyway. So. I mean, you got to think of the gamers, ultimately, the consumers. So if it, if it makes the most sense, then, you know, hey, go ahead with it. But I'm pretty sure they must have approached Sony already based on what Max said. But go ahead, Max.
3: I think that would be awesome if Sony helped them out, just because based on the recent pedigree, they're letting developers, like kind of do what they want for the most part you know like with uh horizon zero dawn uh guerrilla games doing that like not wanting to continue the horizon or the uh Killzone series i think we talked about that a little bit ago now a couple episodes ago where we talked about how sony tends to give or it seems like they're giving the developers a lot more freedom in general and just kind of letting them try out these new ideas and let's be honest island lake 2 would probably be something like way over the top and awesome, kind of like how the first one was. Like, I'll bet you it'll be very different from the first one, as much as we love the first one. I bet you it won't play very similar at all. And I think that Sony would be a great, like, a uh, publisher to help them out with that kind of stuff. I think that would be really cool, even though Xbox gamers would be pissed. But, like, hey, at least we'd be getting the damn game, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Man, it's... If Sony, I, it's it's one of those things where I've been talking about on different shows. Um, like I said, Microsoft's got to do something. If, if Sony were to get Alan Wake, yeah, uh, that would be, <laughs> that would be, that would be really bad for Xbox. I was, it just would be. I don't, like I like I mean, like, I've, I was, i do not know. I've said it before. I've said it a couple of times. I'm like, um, this E3 is going to be very interesting because. It's we get to see what Microsoft's doing and they haven't let anybody get a hint of anything and I've said it if 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 okay with the Scorpio coming out, if Microsoft doesn't have and I'm saying it I've, I haven't changed my thought on it. they have to have at least five console exclusive titles to matter. Cause if they don't, I, I'm sorry. I mean, three is not going to cut it to me. It's just not. You got to. I mean, you got to have people. People need a reason to buy a Scorpio or an Xbox One. Period. And right now, the way that the way the industry is now, nobody needs nobody needs to buy an Xbox One. You got to If you can get a PC, you, if you have even if you have a decent PC, most of the stuff most of the stuff that's on Xbox will run on PC. They're doing the, the play everywhere thing. So there's only like literally three or four, maybe three, exclusive titles for the Xbox One. So I mean, Sony's destroyed them this year. This this year, just decimated them this year. Microsoft's got to come. I mean, they got to come with their triple A game. They cannot half step this year, or it's. I mean, I don't want to say it's a wrap, but it's not going to look good. I got <laughs> I got a lot of friends in Microsoft, man. But y'all, man, you got to you got to bring it. Quit Quit playing and coming with it, man. Because it, or, or it's going to be done.
1: So, so I, so I, I do have a question. So you
0: said, you said it has to be five games. Got to be five.
1: So, so okay, let, let, let's go down the list very quickly. You know, uh, so will Forza count? A new Forza game count as nope. one? Nope. Oh. Nope. What about what about Crackdown?
0: The reason, the reason I even, the reason I'm even saying Crackdown is because I'm a Crackdown fan. Uh, I mean, but it, no, I mean, but this cannot be. A play anywhere deal this has to be exclusive to the console uh, i know they've already said crackdown 3 is it's going to be play everywhere but they have to give people the reason to buy an xbox one they it's, it just makes sense i mean think about it if you didn't have an xbox one now like i got friends of mine who who are just now getting into ps4 and xbox one okay so my buddy who has a really good pc he's like dude i don't need an xbox one i've got a pc I, I, all the stuff i want to play on xbox one i play on i on play on pc so he bought a ps4 that's just more sales for Sony. So Microsoft wants to compete. Five, three's not three's just not enough. Cause think about it. You had Neo, near Horizon Zero Dawn. That's <laughs> just so the enough. first half of the year. <laughs> That's the first half of the year. Yeah, give me a break.
3: You yeah. know what yeah. I'm saying?
0: I mean, then you had Last Guardian right before. Come on now, Microsoft. I mean, I'm serious. Five, five. Five's the minimum. You have to have at least five exclusives, at least. Three is definitely not going to cut it, especially this year. I mean, you got to, I mean, what is what has Microsoft brought out this year so far? Halo Wars 2. That's it.
1: Yeah. The, and, Halo and, Wars 2 and, is a great and, game.
0: And, Halo Wars 2 is a great game. Come on now.
1: And I, and I also heard they're working on a new game called Scrapbound.
0: Um, that's also coming out yeah stop I, I, <laughs> hey I, I, I'm, i'll say it again uh Microsoft you need to go to platinum you need to hat you need to humbly apologize on video to me, me and my uh the platinum games get scalebound back on point and bring that out quit playing i'm dude that that's the biggest disappointment for xbox this year that yes. i'm i was I was almost done I'm like no, Well okay yeah, Ain't no scale bound That's it That's it yeah. They have nothing else Coming out this year Except for the fall
1: Yeah I know and I know I'm, a lot You know I, I, I just want to say I know a lot of people That was looking forward To scale bound So when they heard that I agree 100% They were very disappointed That was it for them They said
0: oh I'm a I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Platinum Games fan From day one And when I heard that news I was like Oh it's over <laughs> I, it's, I, That's first thing I said it's over it's, it, You're done It's, uh, it's over you can't you can't piss Platinum Games off, and expect them to come and bring you some. Now, fix it. Give them some money. Do whatever you gotta do. I don't care what you gotta do. Bring Scalebound back, because that was that was the man. That was the one thing that you had. That people. I know people when they cancel. I know when they cancel that people sold their Xboxes. Oh wow! Whoa. I have three friends that sold their Xboxes because they were dying to play Scalebound. So I was like, yeah. I mean. Hey, I got my Vanquish. I got my Vanquish fixed again on PC. So, I'm, but you know, I'm just like you, Microsoft. Come on, you got to do something. And I, I, I'm praying. I'm rooting for you guys at E3. I really am. I'm already. I mean, Nintendo's good. I'm. I don't even worry about it. Nintendo. You're good. You're good right now. Microsoft, you got to come. You got to step it up. I'm serious. It's. It's not even. It's not a game now. It's not. It's not even time to play around. Oh yeah. You no. I...
1: Uh, yeah, I think, I think you are absolutely correct. This, this is, you know, I think we, we did say this on before on one of the co-op episodes that this is definitely an important year for Microsoft. And, uh, even more so because, you know, Halo and Gears of War are not going to be out this fall. So nope. I'm very curious to see which games they're going to be launching with us, with Scorpio. But Rich, um,
3: we have Sea of Thieves.
1: We have Sea of oh, Thieves no. coming. Oh hell no. Oh hell no. That's gonna be, <laughs> hey, listen, that's going to be a sinking ship. You heard it here first. That could be a sinking ship. No, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not sold, I'm not sold for that game yet. Now, they can sell it to me at E3. You know, I know you got State of Decay uh, 2. Um, well, that's that name could be more than one thing. Let's hope that that game actually comes out this year.
0: It could be a euphemism. And, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
1: And, 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 and Crackdown, you know, if, I, I will tell you this right now. If Crackdown is delayed until 2018, I will just tell Microsoft, you need to bring the Scorpio out in 2018 because that is a game that you, that I, when I see Scorpio and they talk about cloud computing and all this other stuff, that is a game that needs to come out with that system to emphasize that point. Um, so, but yeah, it's going to be interesting because I I have no idea what, uh, what they have planned. They, you know, uh, Phil Spencer has tried to say, well, I could, I, I maybe, maybe I, maybe I have a huge title in my back pocket and maybe I don't. Well, he damn sure
0: better have something to show no, people. He, he, he can't say I might and I might I might. He needs to be like I do. We do. I do. <laughs> yeah, really. I can't stress I can't stress it enough. It's just, dude. It's not, I want Microsoft. To, I mean, the thing is, I just want Microsoft to either. I want the Xbox One to at least get to the point where it's close to the PlayStation. That's all. I just want them to get get enough get enough buzz. Just get them back and to the, get them back in people's ex in the lexicon man just get them back on people talking about because everybody i know who talks about gaming it's either playstation or the switch mm. and yeah. I'm, i did you know i mean it's, it's just gotta happen they, I mean, it's just it's 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 do or die time
3: yeah and like even like lawbreakers isn't coming to the xbox anymore at launch like i'm sure it'll come, I, come later on but it's not coming anymore like that's an issue yeah
0: that an issue. i heard that news and i was like
3: Ooh, that's
0: man that that
1: that,
3: that that's is indeed
1: hey but that, that that's a news story i did forget i, I did yeah, we did hear that earlier in the weekend um i know people was not he- happy to hear about that uh news um
0: but you you're a know PlayStation fan you were a PlayStation fan you were happy but. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, 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 but,
0: but
1: one thing i will say though didn't they announce when they announced this game they are had said in the beginning it was coming to xbox also right? I believe yeah. they said that, yeah. yeah they did. Okay, so that is the mistake that they made. I would not have announced any platforms until I knew for sure, okay, this is coming to PlayStation 4 immediately, but I guess, uh, I don't know. Because that's why people possibly got mad, because they heard, oh, it's coming to Xbox, but now it's not? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know.
3: Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's a lot they of didn't really even,
1: on
0: they, even, they, game. they didn't even say it was coming. They just said, we don't know. oh Well, that's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> and they didn't or they didn't give a definitive answer yeah uh, I, I think that's what it was they did i don't think they said they don't know it per se but i like they were like uh it might it might happen i don't know i'm just it's up in the air i don't it's not no man that's
3: if it does well enough, enough it'll probably come over but i just don't see it doing super well like once like the like the cliffy beaness wears off like it it's just fun. seems to me it, it, I'm sure it's fun but it just seems to me like it's like it's not doing anything super standout I feel like it's one of those games that'll yeah. like be cool for a month or two to be fair I haven't played it yet and I do want to play it and I hope I'm wrong but um from what I've heard and what I've seen it just seems to be one of those games that'll be fun for like a month and then we'll just forget it it ha- it happened
0: I mean it's I've been I was in the beta and it's it's like I said it's really fun it's really it's it a really fun game I, I had a ball I had a ball playing it so I mean it's that's good to know if you got my attention. If you got my attention, I'm really I'm not really picky, but if you got my attention, you got you got something good there. So
3: Okay. Oh, that's good to know. That's good to know. It's, so, fun.
0: So, it's really fun.
3: So, I just so suck after, at
0: that. I just I just suck at those games, but it's really fun though
3: So
1: so after hearing this news, I I would like to say to 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 tell Gary now, uh I I do believe that uh I will make a, a bet with you Gary that this game will surpass Overwatch when it actually comes out in terms of popularity then... well
2: if it tries to compete with, if it tries to compete with overwatch it's going to become the next battleborn
3: oh damn okay.
2: all
3: right all right
0: damn <laughs> that's okay. yeah. fired oh man um We'll it kind of reminded me. I mean, it's. I mean, it's. It's really fun though. It, it didn't remind me of Overwatch, but I mean, I, I get. I get the appeal of the characters. I mean, ah, ooh, that's a. Hmm. I don't think it's. I don't think it's going to try to compete. I mean, it's like I said. It's really fun. It, I loved it. It's really fun. I had a ball. But I had. I had. About, I had as much fun. I mean, I had fun with Overwatch too. So, but I don't actually own it yet. So, I mean, it's. Yeah, it's. It's good. I liked it. I had a fun. I had fun playing. It. It's really fun. Oh, ooh, Overwatch, man, that's crazy. Overwatch has got a like a fan. I mean, it had it had controversy when it first before it even came out. So, so I mean, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it, people. You had buzz about that game before it even came out.
1: Yeah, you know, and well, I, I do know what you talk about with the controversy, some of that other stuff people worried about. But yes, yeah, it's, yeah we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, I definitely intend to, to to get more into it, see what it has to offer. But, uh, as for, um, the Alan Wake news, I guess we'll hear about that in the future. Uh, whenever they, they determine that it is the right time to publish it. But, uh, I look forward to seeing what happens with Remedy moving forward. Uh, and, and with Microsoft also with their whole, uh, E3 show, we are going to be talking about that extensively next week. So I, I look forward to seeing what, uh, what they bring to the table. But, um, five exclusives. I don't know if that's going to happen, but, uh, We'll see.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't think it'll happen. It, it it just needs to happen. It just it, it's, it needs it just needs to happen.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll see. So, uh, <laughs> I- I- any other thoughts on this topic before we move on to our our main topic? I think I'm good.
0: Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm ready to talk about this one. This one's crazy.
1: Oh yeah, I know Gary gonna have a lot to say about this as well. So. uh, we do have some updated news on Kingdom Hearts 3 and Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, Square Enix uh, released a statement earlier this week saying that they are expecting to release both of those games within the next three years. Now, um, it's always possible that they, it doesn't happen in 2020. But you never know with Square Enix and the fact that they are still hiring people to work on these games. Well, as far as Final Fantasy, yeah. That game, I think, is in very, very early in development. I don't know how far that game is. I believe that uh, Kingdom Hearts is a lot more farther along. But um, I just wanted to ask you guys, you know, what are your thoughts on the fact that it is going to now take... Maybe three more years before we get to see either of these games. Whether or not you actually think it's going to be three years, or is it going to get pushed out even further?
2: Yeah, um, I mean, because people in the chat were talking about this. There's uh, someone was saying that um, it's not actually going to be like in three years. That it could be like any time leading up to 2020 or so. But um, you know. I mean, they, they, their exact words were, it's coming in, uh, three years or so. So, I mean, just from that <laughs> statement, the, the, the also, like that goes to show that it's probably going to be on the latter side of that three years. So, you know, um, yeah, I mean, I guess we, I mean, Rich, you predicted it and you know, we all said it's going to take a while for Kingdom Hearts three to come out. Um, they spent a lot of time working on Final Fantasy 15, and they actually had the Kingdom Hearts team working on that game also. So that goes to show, you know, they're they're probably very much behind in development on Kingdom Hearts. Um, I, I do still think there's a chance you might see the Final Fantasy remake before Kingdom Hearts because they have a different team working on it. Like, an, an uh, it's an outsourced team that that's actually making that game. And Square Enix is just kind of overseeing it, so they might, you know, actually get that get the first of because because it's going to be like three games, so they might actually get the first one of um, you know the Final Fantasy remakes finished before Kingdom Hearts. Like, you know, that, that's that's actually a possibility. But yeah, I think you know we all kind of knew that it, these games were kind of far out, and that we probably wouldn't be seeing them this year or next year. So, yeah, I, I definitely feel like it's going to be uh, on the Lao side of that 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 three years or so, for sure. So I'm thinking, you know, maybe 2019 the earliest.
3: I agree with that 100%. Um, it's funny because we talk about games being delayed and I'm always like, yeah, take your time with them until they're great. And then, and then Kingdom Hearts 3 comes up and I'm like, damn, I just want that right now. <laughs> but um, I'm still okay with it. I am okay with them taking their time and waiting for it. I still need to, like, replay the first two at some point. I haven't played those in a bit. But, um, I don't... I agree. I think it won't be coming until late 2019, early 2020. If not after 2020. Like, I wouldn't even be surprised at that point. I think the lesson has to be learned after, like, Final Fantasy 15 and just a lot of their games in general. This shit takes a long time for them, which is okay, I guess, because we know Kingdom Hearts 3... Like whether, uh, assuming everything goes well, it's going to be a journey. You know, it's going to be a long, long game filled with stuff. Based on if we're going based on the previous two games, which were back in the PS2 era, so it'll definitely be worth the wait. I think so, at least.
0: Mm, well, I'm ca- I'm disappointed about the Kingdom Hearts three not being released in the next couple of years. Uh, I knew f- I'm. Final Fantasy VII remake. I, when they announced it, I'm like, okay, this is gonna take forever. Um, I kind of, yeah, I'm really disappointed about Kingdom Hearts three. I was kind of hoping, I was kind of ready to play that in the next, like, at least the next year or two. So hopefully, you know, maybe 2019 or something for Kingdom Hearts. Um, I don't know. It's it's funny that they keep they keep recruiting people and they keep hiring people to work on these games, and I think it's I think what's happening is. The, cause I, cause what I've heard about like Final Fantasy 7 is that the game is being like each the game is basically being redone with a new engine so it's basically going to be a totally different experience from the original game except basically except for the story basically but um, and the fact that it's going to be multiple games I mean you're going to be talking you know you know, one one game on one Blu-ray, one game on the other Blu-ray. It's you know, it's gonna be they're gonna be huge. Uh, Kingdom Hearts three just might. I think Kingdom, I think Kingdom Hearts three is gonna be something to be beheld be held when it comes out. I mean, I, it's there's so much anticipation and all these remakes and everybody's the Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts still has the buzz. You know, a lot of people are still a lot of people I talk to are still going, oh, it's vaporware. It's never coming out. I'm like, so they're like, like, oh, it's gonna be like the Duke nuking Square Enix. I'm like, no, 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 it's gonna come out. It's gonna come out. It's just, I think, I think it's kind of like one of those things. Like a lot of Japanese developers have been doing this lately. Like they'll start on a game, or they'll like, I think, because I think Kingdom Hearts three has a new engine too. So I think the engine has actually gotten away from them. It's kind of like the Breath of the Wild thing. Uh, They built an engine from scratch, and the in the world, the engine has outgrew them. So they had to like retool the engine just to get the game to fit so they have to like maybe even cut stuff out or maybe the team is just brainstorming and they're coming up with all these ideas and they're trying to pitch all this stuff and you know it could be a it could be like one of those R&D nightmares where it's like oh my god we've got too much to, we got too much stuff to put in this game I'm just I just hope it kind i just I'm just ready for it to come out I'm just I mean they can take their time just just don't take just don't take just don't let it be that, that four year don't let four years run around and and you know, people might lose interest. I mean, not that, you know, they might not. They might lose interest until they, you know, they hear it again. But um, I don't know. I think it's a good thing that they're, they're taking their time, especially with Final Fantasy Saturday. I mean, that's just. I think they're actually hoping that they get this, get lightning in a bottle again. I think that's what they're hoping for. That, and I don't know. They can. They, they if anybody could do it, they can. So, I'm looking forward to it.
1: No. Absolutely. And uh, one thing I did want to say is, um, yeah, the, the game very well could come out well before 2020. It, it, it all depends on, on what their focus is on now. I know that they also had spoke about this week that, uh, you know, that near Automata exceeded their expectations because it sold so well. So now they want to really, really focus on getting a lot of these big titles out there. Uh, I don't know if they're going to announce any other titles they're working on at E3. Uh, but I, I do think that these two games are the priority at the moment. Now, I, again, you know, I don't know if they're going to announce anything in a couple of weeks that they have been working on that is also considered a, a, a big priority now. But, um, I just, I, yeah, I think Kingdom Hearts 3, I think they know people have been looking forward to this game for a long, long time. So they have to know that, uh, you know, they need to try and get that done within a reasonable amount of time but you know we'll we'll see what happens
2: um just to play devil's advocate like e3 is coming up so what if they just said that to throw us off of the scent and you know maybe one of the games is coming out next year
3: i would be a very happy human being and i think most people would be as well the crowd
2: would erupt the crowd
0: would erupt people would be crying (laughs) yeah seriously
3: (laughs) People be crying like when they heard when
0: they heard Final Fantasy VII. Oh my god! <laughs> well, well,
3: well, it,
1: well, well, you know, there, there probably will be tears at the Sony conference if Sony announces that Shenmue Three is not coming out this fall. That,
0: no, I'll getting, be mad. Oh, <laughs> I have never done a reaction video, and I will. Oh my god, I will. Oh, man, I will lose my shit.
3: I don't know. Shenmue, I could see Shenmue Three not coming out this year. I could see that getting delayed.
2: Yeah, I mean, speaking of games that are coming out in uh 2020, I think that's one of them.
0: I hope not.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't even you don't even know. You actually well, you most of you guys do know, but man, yeah, oh man. Yeah,
1: I mean I lost,
0: I, I lost my mind when they announced that, man. I was poof. It was crazy.
1: Oh yeah, I know the people who we had that were there that year, they also lost their mind. Uh they they couldn't believe the news that they heard it was that 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 Sony conference was that had to be a mark out memory conference because of all the games they announced there you saw Last Guardian you saw that and then you also saw the Final Fantasy remake so um that was a big big show for them So you no, know, hey but Gary that, that's a good point you know if they, they yeah, if they said that to, to, to throw people off that's that's interesting um but you know we we'll, we'll see we'll see
0: it's not like it hadn't happened before I mean it's, it's happened before so you never know yeah that would be cool though I mean that would be really good it, it, but it would be another I mean, yeah that would be another thing Sony would just yeah I mean like I said I'm not trying to be I don't know I don't know what I'm not trying to be but I, if Sony runs away with E3 I, I don't know what to say about Sony I mean by Microsoft I just it's, it's I don't know so i'm so you know sony brings it every year but yeah i I don't know it's it's i feel bad i'm feeling i'm feeling a little sorry for xbox right now i'm sorry i'm just feeling a little bad i feel a little bad for xbox i love my xbox i love it i'm I'm playing it right now it's just i'm just man i'm just i want i want some success and it doesn't look like it's coming but you never know I don't want to sound like the X bot yeah. in the room but because everybody knows I, I like everything but yeah but when you messing up I had to call you out so absolutely I, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's bad but I hope I hope they come through it's gonna be interesting this year's this year's got to be one of the most interesting years as far as games go in a long time.
1: Oh yeah. You got oh, yeah.
0: you got all the stuff that came out this year, just, just from the just from that. And then you got all the stuff that might come out the, you know, all the announcements. I mean, that's just this is one of those this one of those pivotal years. So I hope it's fruitful for everybody.
1: Absolutely. Has to be. So uh any other thoughts before we uh wrap up the show? Well I think you were about to say
3: something else, Max. Uh, no, I'm actually pretty good. I just I want that Kingdom Hearts three, man. Like Final yeah. Fantasy remake, like definitely. I I want to check that out. As everyone knows, I still haven't played the damn game. I do own it, but um, Kingdom Hearts three <laughs> oh, no, no, is no. like just, my just baby. Stop what you stop. Stop
0: what you're doing and
3: go play that game. Just <laughs> I, know, right? stop.
0: Yeah. I have it on Steam.
3: Just, I, I think I'm waiting just, for summer. <laughs> just,
0: just stop. Yo, you, just you play, stop whatever you're playing and just play that. <laughs> just you got to. I do need. This thing I urge... get a lot of flag. It's, it's not one of my favorite Final Fantasy games. It's, it's, but it's a really good game. It's not one of my favorites, but
2: yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely want to urge all those people who are waiting for Final Fantasy VII remake who haven't played the original. I definitely urge you all to play that game because you have a lot of time to play it. So yeah, like you yeah. have to <laughs> understand <laughs> you can do it a couple of times.
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you could true. probably finally master Nights nice Around, but.
2: Yeah, you have I to understand why it's that. such a classic.
3: Yeah, definitely. Ugh. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. Ta-da. Any final thoughts
1: before we wrap up the show? Gary?
2: No, nah, that's it. I'm good.
1: <laughs> okay, so we wanted to thank you all for listening to today's co-op Um Definitely would like to let all of you know to make sure you check out next week because next week we are going to be having our E3 Prediction Show. Um, I do expect Mr. Lugo to make a return by then because, yeah, we all will have something to say. Uh, As for the week that follows, um, that is still to be determined because normally when we have the show, we have the time we have it, you know, we'll actually be at the Microsoft Conference. So I don't really know... Maybe we'll have a show later in that evening. We'll let you guys know what our details are next week for that. But uh, definitely come back next week because it's going to be a fun time just talking about E3. We'll talk about Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, Bethesda, Ubisoft, so on and so forth. So uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, We're going to start with you, Mr. Tipton. How about you plug your site and uh, give any shout-outs that you would like to give
0: Oh man, I, I want to say a shout out to you guys for having me on. I appreciate it, man. Um, I got to get Venomous back on, man. I got to get over talk to Venomous, man. Hang out with Venomous a little bit, man. I, I miss that dude. Um, I appreciate you guys, though, man. Uh, Shouts out to my team at realotacogamer.com. Um, we're doing big things over there. Um, check us out if you get a chance. Um, We've got a lot of new shows coming up, so we got a lot of things popping off. Popping off so. uh, but I just want to say, man, everybody just – play what you enjoy just you know have fun as long as that's the, the reason video games were created in the first place where they have fun so just remember that and you, you'll you be fine just just remember to play have fun when you have fun whenever you're playing and just uh enjoy it man because that's what it's here for and uh, i appreciate it thanks man
1: hey we appreciate you as well thank you for being on and yes a very good message for everybody to listen to <laughs>
3: All right, uh, Max, any shout-outs for you? Yeah, I agree. I think people tend to forget that at the end of the day, we just got to have fun playing games. But um, as always, thanks, everyone, for participating in the chat. We had a very, very popular day today talking about all these topics, and that's cool because we didn't have – like, we were worried we didn't have a whole lot – We were worried. We didn't think we would have a whole lot to talk about, but we ended up having a pretty long and decent show. Had some good conversations on every topic. So thanks everyone for tuning in and yeah, stay tuned for E3 predictions next week. Absolutely.
1: Uh, And I also would like to thank you for being on as well, Andre. Uh, I would like to uh, give a shout. Oh yes, absolutely. Um, Definitely give a shout out to everyone checking out the show, including the Patreon subscribers. Uh, and, um, yeah, as, as we've already said, make sure you come back next week because we are going to have a, uh, our E3 discussions. But even before that, we got a couple things dropping this week that you may want to check out related to some games that are going to be at E3. So look for that. Um, and, uh, Gary, the floor is yours now.
2: Oh, my bad. I was muted. My bad. Yeah, um, <laughs> Definitely shouts to Andre for joining us today. And as always, shouts to all of the Patreon supporters. That's M Collins, Sean Goretti, Stephen Firon, Mauricio Aguilar, Dill, Fergus Mills, Llewelyn Leslie, Nicholas Alvarez, and Nick Biazzo. Thanks for all of your support. We appreciate all of you guys. And um, definitely big shouts to Jake James Lugo. I hope he gets everything sorted this week, and I hope he's back with us next week for the E3 show. Uh, But yeah, um, shouts to everyone who joined us in the chat also, and um, to all of you guys as well on the show.
1: Yes, absolutely. Thank you all for listening, and we will talk to you next week.